to Simple Football News uh, with your host Josh Alvarez here. Uh, you can follow me at Josh Alvarez for everything, uh, all the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I said that already. I don't know when I said that again. Uh, we'll start off with yesterday's biggest news headliner is Deshaun Watson got traded to the Browns and signed a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed contract with Cleveland, and he got traded for one, two, three first-rounders, a fourth-round pick, and they switched a fifth-round and a fourth-round pick, I believe, as well, from the Texans. You know, that's pretty insane, and his contract's fully guaranteed. Uh, that is the largest NFL fully guaranteed contract ever. Um, I think the closest one is Kirk Cousins somewhere. I forgot what his contract is, but yeah. Uh, the other biggest one so far, as far as quarterback trades goes this offseason, is Russell Wilson for two first. Uh, yeah, wait, yeah, two first, three players, a second round pick, and a fifth round pick, and uh, three players. So Drew Locke, Noah Fan, Shelby Harris go over to the Seahawks from the Broncos. And Russell Wilson has been a like with the Seahawks his whole entire career. And he's done very well. Just got hurt last season. Uh, you know, always wants to cook. He is a really good quarterback. Uh, I just don't know what the Broncos are going to do because they have a new head coach in Nathaniel Hackett. I think he'll be fine. He'll throw more. He'll... Um, It'll be kind of like the Packers offense where they're going to run and do some play action stuff and whatnot. And I didn't even talk about the Deshaun Watson thing. It's going to be, I don't know how the Browns are going to do it because they had Baker Mayfield in as quarterback and they didn't throw as much as you know you would like for NFL team. But the Browns could see an uptick in throwing with Deshaun Watson now. And um, he will throw to Mark Cooper, and then hand the ball off probably a lot more to the running backs that they have there. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, um, Dearness Johnson left in free agency. But it'll be a good running game, and with a running quarterback, they'll be a little skeptical about holding him in, you know, to throw it and whatnot. I mean, like, the defense will be a little scared of him running the ball if he goes back to pass and there's no one open. They'll they'll keep him on the hills more versus Baker where he's just like a pocket passer that can, you know, they're pretty good. And that's like the next thing is where's Baker going to go? Is he going to go to the Colts? Is he going to go to Seattle and have a competition with Drew Locke? Could be an upgrade for sure over Drew Locke. And the Colts will love him because I think he'd be an upgrade over Carson Wentz. You know, they're just looking for a second rounder or even a third rounder with some incentives. That's the rumor right now. And speaking of the Colts, they traded away Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. That name's never going to get normal, nor should it. It's a terrible name. Uh, it's just a bad logo. It's a bad team. They just need to burn it to the ground and start over. Um, but they traded Carson Wentz to to the commanders for a second rounder and a third rounder that could become a second rounder if he plays 70% of the snaps. And it's just, I guess, the Washington 
commanders kind of wanted a veteran quarterback, but they should really think about that whenever, you know, you go to trade for one and it's Carson Wentz. He did okay, I guess, last year in the Colts, but there were some really bad throws that he made that just kind of made you shake your head and wonder, why did we give up two firsts for this guy? Whenever he kind of kind of freaks out in the in the moment. On to running backs. Let's see. So update. Uh, anything of relevance for me or for everyone is, let's see, go down a little bit. Sorry, I'm still looking. Um, excuse me. The not really any noticeable running back stuff going on right now, other than Tariq Cohen got released by Chicago, even though he's kind of been he's become irrelevant the last two to three seasons with David Montgomery being there and him just being hurt a lot of the time. Uh, big news: Carlos Hyde got released, but I mean, who cares about that? Darrington Evans got weighed from the Titans and signed with Chicago Bears. Uh, that's just kind of depth check, I guess, just because of David Montgomery kind of, you know, getting hurt every once in a while. And they can use running back since Damian Williams left and signed with the Falcons yesterday. Or actually on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh, Raheem Mostert went to Miami. He'll follow Mike McDaniel, the new head coach for the Dolphins. And I think that system will be pretty good for running backs to play fantasy football. He'll, you know, there'll be like a rotation of like four guys. It's going to be crazy, but someone will be relevant each week. Score three touchdowns, and then the next week they get one, one touch or something. Deontay Foreman signed with Carolina Panthers. Um... That's kind of notable because he did very well for the Titans, Tennessee Titans last year when Derrick Henry got hurt. And if it wasn't for the number and him probably being a little smaller than Derrick Henry, you couldn't tell them apart. He ran good. He was fast. He was big and strong. You know, looked exactly like Derrick Henry. And that's good because Christian McCaffrey gets hurt quite a bit. So that, that's a good pickup by the Panthers having a bigger back in there take some of the heat off of McCaffrey and running downs, goal line work, uh, maybe some fourth down stuff. Who knows? Um, James White re-signed with the Patriots. Long time. He got hurt last year, but uh, long time Patriots. Like, kind of small running back. Catches the ball very, very good. Um, I said Damian Williams to the Pan or to the Panthers, to the Falcons. Um, that's a good sign for them. And, oh, actually, today, today is Saturday the 19th, Cordell, Cordell Patterson signed with the Falcons, re-signed with them. And that's really good news because they need running backs and receivers, I guess, because, you know, Calvin Ridley is suspended for a year. Um, quite a bit of receiver news. I'm just going to run through these because, you know, there's a lot of them. Um, Calvin really got suspended for gambling. We'll start off with that. He was out last year due to mental illness, mental health check, and he wasn't on a, well, I guess he wasn't. I don't think he was on the commissioner's list, but he, in November around Thanksgiving, he gambled over $1,500 on a 
couple of parlays, which means you know you have a couple of different teams winning, or I think you had them winning outright, but you know winning. And you know if you hit that, you know you hit six teams winning, uh, you win quite a bit more money than just one team. But anyways, he got suspended for that for a full year. It's a little ridiculous, you know. We have Deshaun Watson being accused of sexual assault, you know. And he hasn't got suspended yet just because he hasn't necessarily said he was playing, but you know, it's a little it's a little much for a year. It should be like four games or something, or like half the season, because he wasn't playing on a team. He bet on his team to win, just win, no point spread, just literally just win. It really shouldn't matter. I know it's the integrity of the game, but it just shouldn't matter. Like it's it's a little much. Um Michael Thomas kinda redid his contract so it added two void years and cleared up about 12 million dollars of cap space uh chris godwin got a contract for where's it at three year 60 million dollar extension with tampa bay buccaneers so tom brady's happy that's something i missed and i don't know it wasn't on this list but tom brady retired and then he unretired about 40 days after his, right at 40 days after his announcement, and he kind of said, them kids, you know, uh, just a joke. So t- Tom Brady's back, he has Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, I think Gronk's, Gronk's going to eventually come back. Um, the Dallas Cowboys traded away Amari, Coop- Amari Cooper to the Browns, uh, which then in turn freed up quite a bit of money for them. And so they were able to re-sign Michael Gallup to a five-year, $57.5 million contract with the Cowboys. Um, Mike Williams signed a three-year, $60 million contract extension with the Chargers. That's a good sign for them. They get their wide receiver core keeping intact because they also signed Jalen Guyton, re-signed him. And then kind of keeping in the AFC West. I'm kind of all over the place right now because this list is just all over the place, but... Devontae Adams got traded from Green Bay to the Las Vegas Raiders. That's a really good deal for the Raiders. Because there's a first and a second rounder for Devontae Adams. And Green Bay kind of just let him pick and shoot. Or he kind of just walked away from Green Bay, which is kind of weird. Because they were offering the same amount of money to play for them. And he said no. He wants to go play with Derek Carr. I just don't get it. But, you know, why would you not want to play with Aaron Rodgers? Who knows? Uh, Let's see. Who else? Jarvis Landry got released by the Browns, and that cleared up about $15 million of cap space. And this was before the Deshaun Watson news, and he was just kind of unhappy with Baker and, you know, them trading away OBJ and the way that whole thing ended. Um, You know, it's a run-first team, so you're not going to get the ball very much. And I believe he was hurt all of last season. He had a torn abdomen or something, or abdominal something strain. I believe he got that fixed this offseason, so he should be good to go. Um, this one is intriguing. Braxton Barrios signed a two-year, $12 million contract with the New York Jets. He did fairly well with the Jets last year. Um, just kind of like a slot receiver. Uh, pretty solid. Now, speaking of... Can't really go on with that. Um, the Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars, signed 
a little bit of offensive weapons this year. And Christian Kirk, four years for $72 million with It could be up to $84 million with incentives, you know, like a yardage thing, touchdowns, whatnot. And then also Zay Jones, three years, $24 million. You know, that's eight years and – or eight years – Eight million a year, and then Chris Kirk is, if you like, if he hits the eighty-four mark, it's like twenty-two million a year, and that's kind of insane for two average receivers, I would say, with speed. But you know, it's kind of just weird that I mean, I guess you have to overpay to go play in a not big market city. Um, Russell Gage signed a three-year, thirty million dollar contract with Tampa Bay. That's an underrated one because Antonio Brown left clearly in the middle of a game last year, but he's a decent wide receiver. Um, he, I think it's a good pick or like a good pickup for the Tampa Bay. Cause you know, Tom Brady needs weapons and it gets a receiver away from uh, a division opponent in the Falcons. And that kind of just helps him out, you know, gives him a little bit more depletes the you know the Falcons of all the receiver core because it was literally him and Kyle Pitts last year. Um, DJ Shark left the Jaguars, or I didn't leave, but like he was free agent, and he signed a one-year $10 million contract with Detroit Lions. They, they need receivers bad. And if he just kind of like catches the ball a little bit more instead of drops them, I think it'll be a, a really good signing. Him and Amon... Ramon Rossi and Brown be like a really good tandem there. Um, I mentioned Devontae Adams earlier, and that kind of leaves no one in Green Bay other than Alan Lazard, and they signed him to a one-year, about $3.986 million contract. It was a tender, so like they keep him, and if someone wants to you know, sign him, they're going to have to pay, uh, like I'd say, it's a third-round tender or whatever. It's... Someone that to pay him that salary amount and give Green Bay a third rounder for. I think that's how that works. Pretty positive. Like I'm ninety nine percent sure that's how that works. Um, ooh, an underrated one that I just saw. I don't know how this slipped by me over the last week, but Jakeem Grant to the Browns. His whole career, he's played with Miami, the Miami Dolphins, and he's been a good kick returner, a punt returner, and like a little gadget player. You know, into rounds and little screen passes. He'll take him to the house every once in a while. Or he's a deep ball guy. And last year he got traded to the Bears, but the Bears was just a crap show. And no one really, they don't know how to use weapons there. But Jakeem Grant to the Browns is a really nice pickup for them. Because right now all they have is Amari Cooper. And then Anthony Schwartz and Donovan Peoples-Jones. And that's really, that's an underrated signing. Like, if you're playing best ball in, you know, fans, um, DraftKings, FanDuel, Underdog, or whatever, that that could be a sneaky signing because, you know, he could house a touchdown every once in a while or, you know, just catch a deep bomb from Deshaun Watson now. That'd be nice. Or Case Keenum for, like, the first six weeks or whatever the, whatever the um, suspension is. This is also another underrated thing. I forgot about the Packers having Randall Cobb. I'm sorry. But Randall Cobb took a $5.5 million pay cut to, I guess, for them to sign players. It's, I mean, $5.5 million is not that much, but it it can be a lot whenever, you know, you sign a player for like less than a million and you can get a couple of them or so. 
also helps out with like rookies coming in and stuff and frees up some room. Um, Julio Jones got cut or is designated as a post June first release, and that'll be freeing eleven point three million of cap space after June first. And so that leaves the Titans with just AJ Brown and AJ Brown, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry, and you know maybe signed find a a rookie, a rookie wide receiver in like the second round or so. Um, Cole Beasley got released and that was clearing six point one million of cap. He also requested a trade before, so it's kind of broken broken bridge right there with them. Uh, Allen Robinson deserves a quarterback like Matthew Stafford, so that's where he went. He went to the LA Rams. He signed a three-year, $46.5 million contract with them, and I get it for Allen Robinson's side because he wants to play with someone of elite status or really good status, even above average status, and he found it in Matthew Stafford. Now, Robert Woods might get cut or traded or released. I guess cut and release is the same thing, but he might get traded or waived, and that'd free up like $10 million, I believe, in cap space. But I just don't know. Um, so that's three really good above-average receivers there. You know, Cooper Cup, the Triple Crown winner last year, 2021, is still there. And that just adds another dynamic receiver to their receiving core. Um, the... Chicago Bears signed Byron Pringle and Equinemius St. Brown to one-year contracts. Um, not sure how much Equinemius St. Brown is. Well, I cannot say his name because it only says one-year contract. But Byron Pringle is one-year, $6 million, So they're just trying to get weapons around Justin Field. You know, those are solid signings, but they might need someone else to replace Allen Robinson. Darnell Mooney might be a good little solid receiver. For them, he's been good. He gets open quite a bit. Um, catches the ball. He's a good route runner. So the Bears might have a little high hopes this year with um, Matt Eberflus as their head coach. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster signed a $10 million one-year contract with the Chiefs. As far as I've been seeing on like all the stat pages and stuff, Andy Reid's never had a true number two receiver like be successful and put up stats or anything like that so juju might just be like a, a you know a, just a good depth piece for them like if Tyreek kill gets hurt or kelsey gets hurt but i think it's a good pickup i think andy rude will probably find some plays where juju smith schuster can juju smith schuster can be successful alongside Tyreek kill and travis kelsey and whoever else, whoever else they bring in, that, that's a it's a really good signing by them. Now DJ Moore got us an uh, extension of sixty one million for three years. That's like twenty and a half million per year or so, and that's that's really good. Um, now as far as quarterback goes for DJ Moore, I feel bad for him because he always puts up stats and he's always really really good despite having well below average quarterback play. And maybe in the draft, they'll pick up Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or Matt Corral or something. And, you know, that'd be really good pairing with him. And then James Washington on uh, yesterday, March 18th, signed a one-year contract with the Dallas Cowboys. 
Now, earlier I said Amari Cooper got traded from the Cowboys to the Browns. So clearly that opens up a spot for you know a wide receiver piece like James Washington. He's pretty underrated. He didn't really get a chance with the Pittsburgh Steelers and whatnot. Uh, I think it's a really good signing by the Cowboys. And there was one, because speaking of the Cowboys, there was one I missed, and let me find his name. Oh, boy. It was... Oh, Ced- Cedric Wilson. Uh, he had signed with, I believe, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let me make sure. Oh, no. I'm sorry. He signed with the... Mi- it was a Florida team. It was the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Cedric Wilson was a very important part of the last two years of the Cowboys because if C.D. Lamb got hurt or Mark Cooper, you know, got hurt, he would step in and play a pretty big role. He didn't do a whole lot with it, but he was pretty good. I mean, that's a good signing for Tua and the Dolphins. That, you know, it's just kind of how it be. Um, there's quite a bit of offensive line signage as well. Let's see. Oh, I could have just did this. I'm using, okay, so I'm using SpotTrack for all my information right now. So if I'm a little, feel like I'm cluttered, because I am, I, it's just kind of, it was out of order and I just didn't see the little thing for it. But we will start with, so every year there is a little free agency period where it's about two or three days or like it starts on a Monday and then the league year starts on a Thursday, I think is what happens. And the Monday you can sign, like verbally sign a contract with the team. It's legal tampering period, you know, it's legal for them or whatever. But as soon as it happened, like 30 seconds in, Alex Kappa signed a four-year, $35 million contract with Cincinnati. Like literally 30 seconds. Like they couldn't even keep it a secret. That was a really good signing by them. They need offensive help, offensive line help. Um, they also signed Ted Karras. Karras? Karras? I think it's Karras. Uh, so that's kind of bolsters. No, Alex Kappa was a guard. I'm sorry. Ted Karras is a center. Uh, Roger Saffold is a guard. Signed with the Buffalo Bills. Just a one-year deal. That's really good. Mason Cole... Uh, signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's pretty good. Mark Glowinski signed a three-year deal with the New York Giants worth $18 million. He came over from the Lions. That's a really good... He's a really good guard. Uh, Brandon Scherf came from the... I want to say Washington? Wait, where is it at? Yeah, Washington. He came over from Washington. Uh... He is probably the top guard in this class of free agents. He's really good. Basically an all-pro player. Um, Morgan Moses, also from Washington, signed a three-year deal with Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens. They shore up their line. They lost their tackle, Alejandro Villanueva, to retirement. Just, you know, older eight years or so in the league. Uh, Connor Williams came over from the Cowboys a lot of people didn't know he was a free agent. I mean, I didn't. Uh, he's a guard. Two years, $14 million for Miami. Helped two out, you know. They had a mediocre offensive line last year. You know, Tua can get all the help he can get. Um, 
Andrew Norwell signed a contract with Washington. I just told you they lost, you know, a couple of their off-the-line pieces. And Andrew Norwell came over from the Jags, Jacksonville Jaguars, and just says he signed a contract. I don't know how for how long or how much, but that that's a good signing. He's a pro bowler, you know, or at least of that caliber. Caliber is just if you know you didn't play for the Jacksonville Jaguars, you'd probably be one. And that's it for linemen of notable, notable, uh, notable qualities. I'm going to start off with my favorite team because it was also like the biggest, one of the biggest uh, signing or trades actually of, oh, I didn't even do trades for off the linemen. Well, I guess there hasn't really been that many. I'll go back, but the little Mac to the Chargers from the Chicago Bears uh, really helps out the run game. Along with, they signed J.C. Jackson, cornerback from the Patriots, Austin Johnson, defense tackle from the Giants, and Sebastian Joseph Day from the Los Angeles Rams. That just like shores up a defense that was very bad last year. I say bad, it was it was bad. No, no run game. People kept getting hurt. It was just a rough time. Um, so I'll start off with where's uh. Charvarius Wards, he's a cornerback from the Kansas City Chiefs, signed a three-year deal with San Francisco. That gives them depth, and that's, you know, always be a defensive team or a really good defensive scheme team. Um, Hassan Reddick signed with his home, hometown of Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. He's an outside linebacker, came over from the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. Uh, Justin Reed is a safety signed with Kansas City. He came over from Houston, the Houston Texans, three year, thirty one and a half million. That kind of fills in a a gap that is left by Tyron Matthew, and he still hasn't signed anywhere yet. So keep a lookout for that. I'll be posting stuff. Daquan Jones, the defensive tackle, signed a two year deal with Buffalo. Xavier Woods, a safety, signed a three year, fifteen million dollar deal with Carolina. That's a good one. Haven Bryan, defensive tackle, signed a one-year deal with Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. That'll give them some depth there. Anybody else? Jordan Whitehead uh, came over from the Browns, I believe. Yeah, the Browns signed a two-year deal with the Jets. That's, you know, they're, they're a rebuilding team. And when they get good pieces like that, some veterans and mixing in with some rookies, or young players on the rookie deals, that's that's going to be... I, I say within the next few years, if they keep going at the right pace, they could be a playoff team. Um, I like Zach Wilson a lot, or at least did last year. He has the potential to be a good quarterback. Uh, Brandon Faison, he's a good little cornerback, signed with the Colts. Marcus Williams is a really big addition for the Baltimore Ravens. He signed a five-year, $70 million contract. Not only with the contract, is that a big deal, but... Came over from the Saints, and he kind of got crap for the missed tackle against Stephon Diggs in that Minneapolis Miracle game. He is a really, really good safety, and he's a he's a sure tackler. He can cover. He can do it all. You know, um, he'll hurt. That hurts the Saints a lot, but that really bolsters a Baltimore Ravens defense that was plagued with injuries last year. Well, and offense. But really helps them. Jordan Hicks, inside linebacker, 
signed with the Minnesota Vikings. I believe he came over from the hold on, load. Um yeah, came over from the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. Um so where was I at? There are so many. Okay, Jordan. Uh the Jets signed another safety in DJ Reed. He solid, you know, good safety. Darius Phillips for the Raiders signed or signed with the Raiders. This one is a fun one because I don't like to admit it, but I, I like the Cowboys just because I live in Texas a little bit. I don't really like to admit that, but it's just because they're on, you know, regional stations, whatnot. But Randy Gregory, he's an outside linebacker, basically plays defensive end. He kind of committed to the Cowboys saying that he wants an extension, so he, like, verbally agreed to it. And then Stephen Jones, the idiot that he is, kind of put some wanted to put some voidable stuff in there. Like, if he gets off the field issues anymore, they can cut that contract with no hesitation. And Randy Gregory didn't like that. So the Broncos literally offered him the same contract, but without the voidable incent or voidable stuff. And so basically he said, screw you Cowboys, and he's signing with the Broncos. And that kind of makes my heart happy because, you know, living in Texas, it kind of messed with Cowboy fans. So that's good. It's very good. Another outside linebacker that I got signed is Chandler Jones. He went to the Las Vegas Raiders, not too far from the Cardinals. The AFC West is a very, very, very stacked division this year, and it's going to be scary. And if, honestly, if they all split games and win all the rest of their games, that is 12, 14, 14 and 3. They could all have 14 and 3 seasons and would not surprise me. Because, you know, you have the Denver Broncos the Kansas City Chiefs, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Los Angeles Chargers, all super stacked teams now. And it's going to be a fun division to watch. It's also going to hurt my heart whenever we know we lose 10 games this year because we're beating up on each other. Anyways, on to more. Miles Jack got released by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just, you know, cap casualty. They wanted more, more room to work with. And he's a good inside linebacker. He'll be really good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Marcus May uh, came over from the Jets, signed a contract to New Orleans. He's a good free safety. Uh, like I said, they um, let Marcus Williams walk, so this is a good pickup for them. Not as good as Marcus Williams, I think, but he's pretty close in, you know, all that. Let's see if anyone else of notable. Darius Williams was the Rams cornerback last year. Very good. Very well played. His number was weird because it's number 11 and he's a cornerback, you know. You would think you either see single digits or in the 20s. And it's just really weird seeing number 11. Excuse me. But he signed a, Darius Williams signed a contract with, three-year contract with Jacksonville. It's a very good you know, they've been signing a lot of players. Like I said, Christian Kirk and Cedric, or not Cedric Wilson, uh, Zay Jones. So they're just throwing money out there to everyone. I think it's also the most money guaranteed ever for, you know, 10 players that weren't on the roster last year. Like $120 million guaranteed or something. Jeff Gladney, cornerback, signed a two-year deal with Arizona. It's a solid pickup for them. Oh, uh, Casey Hayward... Did pretty well for the Raiders last year after not having a hot season with the Chargers after being all pro and pro bowler for a while. He signed 
two-year deal with the Atlanta Falcons. People were speculating because him, Deshaun Watson, have the same agent that uh, Deshaun Watson would go to the Falcons just because of all those connections. So we could pick up. Let's see. Christian Covington got re-signed by the Chargers. Eli Apple signed a contract, a one-year contract with Cincinnati. If you pay attention, he was talking trash to every team that they played in the playoffs, pretty much, or at least their fans. He would get burned, but then he'd also make like a really good play. You know, it's hit or miss, but it's a good keep it in the family type of a contract there. Keep if you're if you're doing good, keep it. Doing good, why break up the team? Uh the Buccaneers signed Logan Ryan to a one-year deal. Fletcher Cox, defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. He got released. And then he signed another contract with the Eagles. You know, sometimes players get released and go right back to the same team because it just frees up cap space immediately. And then they can like redo the contract a little better or like a lot better or shorter or it has like a signing bonus. And then that signing bonus is cash for the player. But then also it doesn't somehow doesn't count for the salary cap for that year. It's so weird how it works, but that's just how it is. Uh, Isaiah Oliver is a really good cornerback, re-signed with the Falcons as well, with Casey Edward. Falcons are doing a little something, even though they didn't get Watson and kind of made Matt Ryan a little mad. But they're building a team over there. They're just going to sign vets, and they're just going to keep it going. Just need an offensive line and maybe draft, like, Jamison Williams, wide receiver from Bama, to them or something. Oh my God, no. like they need another Alabama receiver. I don't know why I said that, but uh, it, it'll be good. Uh, the Bears got Justin Jones, defensive tackle, two-year contract. He's an above-average defensive tackle. Really good, came from us, the Chargers. Uh, Anthony Harris, free safety, signed with the Philadelphia Eagles. He came over from... I want to say the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings. Uh, oh, no. Wait. Yeah, he came from the Vikings season before last. So, basically, he just re-signed a contract with them. Uh, it's a good good deal for them. Dante Fowler, Fowler Jr. signed a one-year contract with Dallas. That's a good pickup because, like I said, they lost Randy Gregory. And Dante Fowler's a defensive end slash outside linebacker as well. He's... He's a good player, not necessarily just great or anything of those of that nature, but it's a good pickup for them. One year, you know, probably a couple million. Nothing to drag home about. And then the Panthers signed another cornerback, and Dante Jackson did very well. Uh, let me see if there was anything else. Not a whole... Oh, there was one trade that was notable that's kind of weird, is... Player for player, that never happens, or like it rarely happens. And New England acquired Mac Wilson from the Browns. He's a linebacker from Cleveland for Chase Winovich, which he's basically a linebacker, outside linebacker, defensive end, and it's kind of crazy. And then, uh, speaking of the AFC West again, the Las Vegas Raiders acquired Rock Yassin. He's a cornerback from the Indianapolis Colts for Yannick Ngakwe defensive end and they basically players swapped as well like i said it's rare and you know you have two in one one off season that's pretty awesome to see anyways i'm gonna run through um 
the head uh, head coaches real quick because I mentioned some, and if you don't pay attention as well as like other people do, because I you know you just don't have time with that. You're you know you work, you know you do all that kind of stuff. But here are some the head coaching hires for this season or this off season that are they're going to be notable because they're head coaches. But Kevin O'Connell, Minnesota Vikings. Matt Eberflus for the Chicago Bears. I guess I'll go back and and redo it. But Kevin O'Connell came from the Rams. You know, he'll bring that run the ball, play action stuff. Matt Eberflus came from the Packers. I'm sorry, he came from the Colts. He was a defense coordinator. Uh, Chicago Bears. Brian Dable, New York Giants. Offensive, he was the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Nathaniel Hackett, Denver Broncos. He was the offensive coordinator for the Packers. He, you know, he is going to bring a good offense to Broncos that they just haven't had because Vic Fangio is their very defensive guy around the ball, play good defense, blah, blah, blah. Doug Peterson for the Jacksonville Jaguars is probably the best hire of this group, other than Miami's, but I'll get there. Because he's won a Super Bowl, he's had a really good playoff success. He has had good Philadelphia Eagle teams, and I think he'll be fine. Like he's gonna be a really good coach, especially like him and Trent Baalke are gonna are, have been working together, getting them some players there. Uh, Josh McDaniels for the Raiders, to the Las Vegas Raiders. He was the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. You know, the last uh, ten plus years, he did have a head coaching gig with the Broncos, but the Raiders. Uh, it's a good scheme fit for Derek Carr because he's not going to throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Um, but it'll be a good offensive thing for them. And then Mike McDaniel for the Miami Dolphins. I really like the hire. He he looks like he's young, but he's like 41 or something. And he is bringing over the Kyle Shanahan system, which is it's very run-heavy, but when they do play action, it's going to throw the ball deep. You know, and they have gadget plays. It, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a way better be a way different offense than what Brian Flores was bringing last year. It's gonna be a good, good signing for them. And that's it for simple football news. I'm sorry I kind of ran longer than I wanted. I thought I was just got 30 minutes, but there is a lot more. And it's literally the first week of the off season, and this is by myself. Uh, but you can catch me on Josh Alvarez and everything. And then at Simple Football News, I believe I will probably add a in the some like a name in the description if I cannot find the name for anything because I'm still I'm doing the podcast before I create anything. Like I have the logo and stuff, but as far as like Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram, it'll be all Simple Football News as far as the name goes. But the actual name name, like where you can like at Simple Football News, I don't know if it's going to be there. But catch you on the flip.